What's up guys, welcome back to another awesome show. This show is very interactive, so we're asking you guys a lot of questions, so we want you to get very active down in the comment sections. A lot of great questions from you guys. Enjoy the show. Guys, welcome to episode number 40. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Ask Living TV. I don't know why do I do the timeout. Timeout! That's the cross. I know, a hashtag is like this. Yeah, but anyway guys, thanks for tuning in for it. 40th episode here. Uh, we got some great questions. I think this might be a Snapchat only <gasps> question show. We love Snapchat. So lots of engagement going on over on Snapchat. So if you're following us on Snapchat, follow me right here at Brad Guthrie. Follow Jessica right here. And at Snappy Jesse. We, we actually do have a Live Lean TV Snapchat account as well. We haven't posted anything on it yet. Yeah. Um, we're just still trying to figure out how to work that, maneuver that. But um, you can follow us over there too. Eventually we could have some content on there. I just started this week doing Insta stories as well. So I would love if you guys would put down in the comment section, do you like Snapchat? Do you prefer Insta story? Like which should we focus more You're of our... firing out the questions before we even get into the show. We Wait, haven't even done our little... You guys ask us and we are asking you. We haven't even done our little spiel yet. Maybe like... we should just have a show where we just legit just fire questions at them. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of the anti <laughs> ask living tv show ask the audience <laughs> questions uh so guys if you're new to the show thanks for joining us and if you've been watching the show for episode number one thank you for joining us uh this is the uh, a series where we take your questions on social media when you hashtag them ask living tv when you post them on our social media at twitter here you can go on uh, Snapchat, Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram Facebook. and Facebook, and then we uh, answer your question right here on camera. So let's jump in, shall we? Yes, we shall. All right, let me pull up the first question here, and like I said, these are all Snapchat questions. First question from Snapchat from Dex2Real says, you probably didn't know this, but I've been a firefighter for two years now and love it. Do you recommend any great exercises for my career? Oh, Ooh. I did not know that. Functional, functional question here. Um, I think things like that are less bodybuilding-ish and more like functional training are better for your career because you like, let's be real, you need to lift heavy objects, save people from burning houses, <laughs> like climb trees to save kitty cats. Yeah, stuff I, like that. So I would have you training, like maybe doing things with ropes and sleds and kettlebells and stuff like that rather than just stri strict like dumbbell and barbell exercises. Yeah, like that's why a lot of uh, the CrossFit boxes are filled with firefighters because it's, it's more functional to them. Um, a lot of pulling. I mean, I'm not, I don't know the firefighting industry that well. I've never actually trained a firefighter myself, but yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pulling because mm -hmm. you're, you're pulling the hose, you're pulling people out. Um, so I think it's a lot of pulling. So building up your back strength Maybe things like farmer carries and stuff Farmer like that. carries would be a big one. That's a and good point. And also, um, what do you call it when you lift the big boulder? What is that called? That strongman training? Oh, it's the atlas stone? Yeah, the atlas yeah. stone. Yeah. Uh, but actually like... Sled pushes, but, sled pulls. But like when you're pulling somebody out of a fire, it would be like, just say, for instance, if you were working in like an MMA gym, you have the heavy heavy bag, like you pick up the heavy yeah, bag and you could drag it along. So there's yeah. lots of things you could do. Just think like for yourself, Dex, like... Um, what skills do you need? What m movements are you doing while you're working? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, how does that correlate to an exercise I could be doing? So I, I just rang off a few of them. Jessica just rang off a few of them. Mm -hmm. And um, so those are some things you could do. But I love the thinking that you're coming from where how can I get better at my everyday life 
by incorporating fitness movements that will help me with that. So that's a great mindset to have. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, so try those ones out. And but um, anything else? Yeah, no, I mean, I just think that it's important for everyone to think about how their exercise is affecting your life. Like, if you're yeah. just training for aesthetics, that's cool. You know, some people just yeah, no train judgment. to look better. Yeah. Not to be stronger, not to be better at any specific skills, but just to look better. That's just one way of training, and there's nothing wrong or right about that. Um, but if you are going to your job as a firefighter and you notice you're lacking in certain skills, like maybe, you know, certain types of strength that you need, or maybe your cardio isn't as conditioned as it could be, you know, that's, you, you notice what you're lacking at and then you work on those specific things. So yeah, I think it's good that everyone train, that they know why they're training and what they need to train and they train specifically for their needs yeah. and not just like general. So here's, yeah. here's something I want, I want this show to be very engaging. So I want the comment section to be on fire down there. So we're going to fire a question out to you guys based on this question is down in the comments below, tell us what your career is. So what you do for a career and tell us one to two exercises that you could be doing that is functional to your career. We got to put the, we're throwing this back on you guys. <laughs> so this is the episode where we yeah. ask you questions. Yeah. So no, but it's like, we're teaching, like we just gave you an example of a firefighter. So now, and we told you the mindset that we had thinking for those answers. Now we're throwing it back on you to apply what you just learned here. So put your, put your career down below and pick two exercises that fit. Yeah, I would love to know what you guys all do for a living. That would be very interesting to find out if there's some common themes here. Okay, next question. Okay, Emily Jane on Snapchat says, I know your claim that it's difficult to gain weight from eating fruit, but how does that compare to dried fruit? This includes dried fruit with no added preservatives or sugars. Yeah, so... Um, so I guess she's asking, is it still difficult to gain dry, from dried fruit well, dry, like it is from fresh fruit? Dried fruit... Is e I would say it's easier to gain weight than right. fresh Right, I think that's fruit. what she's getting at, and yeah. I would agree. It definitely is easier the, to gain weight on dried fruit. This because it's more dense, and you're not going to feel as full when you eat. And it. the reason behind that as well is because the uh, the, the insulin resistance from the uh, that's caused by eating the dried fruit, because the sugar rises into your body a lot quicker from dried fruit than it does fresh fruit or frozen fruit. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you got to be careful with dried fruit. Like dried always... fruit is usually more ripe when before it's dried. So more the more ripe the fruit is, the higher the sugar content anyway. And then also all the water is removed from it. So having like, I don't know if you guys ever eaten like dried apricots, like how many apricots, yeah. dried apricots oh, can you eat in one sitting? Probably like 30, yeah, right? Smash but it. if you were eating fresh ones, you'd probably stop at like four. Or, right. or or think of it, the uh, we bought at Costco one time a bag of apple slices. Yeah. So it was the dried, dried apples, apple slices. Yeah. And seriously, like I could have just, just kept going yeah. and going and going, but you could never but eat apple, that many oh, fresh yeah, apples that way. You'd get tired of chewing, like your jaw would just be tired and you'd be so full. Yes. So the water content in fruit is one of the reasons why it's so hard to eat. A huge abundance of it because you just actually feel stuffed. Yeah, so I would always say when you're eating dried fruit, always try to keep that like around the workouts because that's when you know you need that source of quick sugar. Um, but other than that, try like to if, stick and, to yeah. fresh fruit. If you're snacking on it in replacement for candy, it's a better option. It is, than candy, yeah, of course, definitely. But yeah, if your goal is weight loss, I would swap out the dried fruit for fresh fruit 
fruit, fruit yeah. fresh fruit instead. So don't buy those dried apple slices, buy real apples. Don't go for the dried apricots, get real apricots. Yeah. And I know that some fruits are not available in certain seasons and your only option is to get them dried. That's okay. One other thing you can do, this is kind of like a hack, is you can rehydrate them by soaking them in water for really? a few hours or overnight. Yeah, have you I not done not that? I did not know that. Yeah, and this is one thing I do um, with dates, especially, remember when I was eating six dates a day for my pregnancy? Like there's this thing about dates and pregnancy, they claim, people claim that they make your labor easier and shorter. So apparently in the last- How'd that do for you? I don't know, <laughs> honestly, I mean, how am I ever gonna know if I my know, labor could have been longer and yeah. worse? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying my labor was super short and easy, I think it was in the middle. Like it was yeah. pretty long and pretty painful, but I don't know if the dates helped or not because I've only had one and it was with the dates, so we'll see with the next one. But yeah. anyway, what I'm trying to say is instead of having like, Dates don't really blend well in the blender. So if you rehydrate them first and then you put them in the blender, um, you don't need as many of them and they um, have a better, like they blend better. So they're, they break down more and you don't have all these chunks in the bottom of your smoothie. So try that with your dried fruits so that way you'll eat less of them, they're easier to digest and you'll be satisfied with a smaller quantity. Mm -hmm. Good, all right, next question from Corinne Demers on Snapchat says, what are your thoughts about CrossFit if you want to achieve lean muscle and lower your body fat? What are your thoughts about it? Like just on whether it helps you lower your body fat and build lean muscle? Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely CrossFit would be effective for that. I've seen a lot of people have success with changing their body composition with CrossFit. Um, I think a lot of body composition changing has more to do with your nutrition than necessarily with your exercise. So if you were to keep all factors the same, your diet, everything about your life is the same and you just include CrossFit, it's not gonna be like a total game changer. But if you get your nutrition on par and you're doing CrossFit, you can definitely have amazing results. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the movements that they do in CrossFit, it's it's CrossFit, that's what CrossFit is. It's, it's cross training. So it's not just a bodybuilding style where you, do 12 reps, you take a two minute break and then you move on to the next set. Like it's like, you're doing your this, you're doing this, you're up. doing this, yeah. your heart rate is going through the roof. You're working your major muscle groups, yeah. you're doing all the things that we talk about in our type of training, but it's a different format. The one thing we always talk about on this show, I feel like you gave me such a hard time for being like anti-crossfitter or whatever. I'm not anti-crossfit, but I just think that beginners and people in general need to be careful because <laughs> the thing about CrossFit is I feel like your ego can really easily get involved and you want to do everything faster and you want to come. It's always so competitive, you know, and I feel like that's the way CrossFit is kind of set up because a lot of people do great with a competitive edge. It makes you want to lift heavier, go faster, do more, be more, which is all good. But I'm just saying like people need to calm down a little bit sometimes and just really watch out for injuring yourself because if you get injured, you can't exercise you're not gonna get results. Yeah, and so. one of the, the number one benefits of CrossFit is the community aspect of it. Right. Like I was thinking about that in the gym today. Like really? uh, today is the first Saturday of the new the year. year. Yeah. And I, w I walked in there and I was like, why did I come in here on this day? Because <laughs> it was just a zoo. And I was thinking, how many new people are in here, yet they're not interacting with anybody. They don't even talk there's to There's no, other. there's no like, uh, uh, camaraderie, there, there's no community yeah. whatsoever, but you walk into a CrossFit box and everyone's cheering everybody on. Like, you're not necessarily, I mean, you're going, in, the, in a certain sense, you are going head to head with people trying to beat, uh, I mean, in a way you are, in a way you're not, but 
you're, you're, you're trying to get people to do better. You're, you're, everyone's kind of like pushing everybody. So that's the real benefit of uh, CrossFit, along with the great workouts and everything else. But um, I think from like, just getting back to your question, if you want to achieve lean muscle, know your body fat, CrossFit is just one tool that you can do. Right. But being in the gym is another tool that you can do. Getting in the kitchen and learning how to cook and using the real cooking with real foods is a huge thing to do. So it's just a tool in your or toolbox. Right. Okay, so Rima says, my ab and upper body workouts don't get me sweating slash don't get my heart rate up as much as my other workouts do. Any tips? Yeah, so that's actually a good point because but that's good observation. But that's yes. that's but that's an observation that is normal for yeah, everybody. Right. So the reason it's that not just you. the reason that your heart rate's not getting as much with what was it ab workouts arms like upper body and uh, abs yeah because yeah. legs are the drivers of the body <laughs> like it's the biggest muscle groups in your body it goes across multiple uh, joints like compound exercises so when you're squatting you're taking your entire body down and you're lifting your entire body back up again. When you're doing a bicep curl, mm -hmm. you have a dumbbell in your arm and you're just moving from here to here. Mm -hmm. Like, just think about that. Like, what do you think These is gonna be- These muscles are so small compared to those Yeah, muscles. what do you think is gonna be more taxing on your body, on your heart rate, on your cardio? Is it this? Or is it stand up, sit down with weight on your back? Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. So it's not, so that your question is, any tips any on- tips? There's just no, it's just, you, there's no tips. Like it's just, it's the way that it is. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the main tip that I would offer is don't be concerned about that because you need to train your whole body, you know, from head to toe. You should be doing all your muscle groups. Um, but your heart rate doesn't have to be at its maximum every single day of the week. And I think this is a major mistake that a lot of newbies make. They think that everything always has to be intense. And, and they have to be sore the next day. Yeah, and every workout you need to leave the floor dripping sweat and like feeling like you're going to die. That's not the case. A lot of our workouts are low intensity. They're focused on mobility. They're focused on flexibility. Um, you know, upper body ab workouts are a really good um, thing to include in your weekly routine as well. Uh, you don't need to be like smashed at the end of every workout. So I would say forget about like your expectations of what your workouts need to be and focus more on the quality of the workouts and the overall balance of your week. Yeah. That's my tip. Yeah. Okay, next question from the Noah Lepin on Snapchat says, can too much protein make you fat? <laughs> yeah, bro. Of course. Too much of anything can make you yeah. fat. I mean, there really could be too much of anything. And if you're having too many calories, even if it was pure protein, like everyone's talking about the keto diet and that's like really high. Well, there's a lot of fat in that diet as well, but it's mostly protein. No, if you opposite, the keto diet is mainly fat oh, yeah, with yeah, some yeah, protein. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind on that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to say with that is, is people think like, I'm just going to go all protein diet. And I'm just going to be, my blood sugar is going to be balanced and everything else. But it's not because there's something called gluconeogenesis, which means that if you go over in protein, your body actually burns into that protein to create insulin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it actually does create insulin when you go over the amount of consumption that you actually require. So um, you can still spike your insulin with protein if you really, really, really overdo it. Mm -hmm. So, um, sure, any, like what we said, anything can make you fat if you overdo it. So, yeah. anything that we talk about, it's not overdoing it on protein, it's doing it the right way. Yeah, and having a higher percentage of protein in your diet, but that doesn't mean your entire diet is protein only. Yeah. So, you definitely 
want to aim to get a good amount of protein at each meal, but you don't need to like, you know, ravagely, you don't need to have like a hundred grams of protein every time you sit down to eat, you know, yeah. just like it needs to be reasonable. And the way you can figure out your protein needs is by using our meal planner software. If you want to use that, you can put in your goals. We normally recommend 40% of your, or of your overall macros be from protein. So I think anywhere from, from 30 to 40% is really good. 50% is a bit high in my opinion. And then I think anything below, you know, 25, 30% is a little bit too low if your goal is to get lean and build muscle. Yeah. So it depends on what your goals are, but yeah, that's kind of the range that we recommend and there definitely is such a thing as too much. Yeah. Okay, Profit3 says, hey y'all, you two are awesome team and great role models. I'm quite grateful for your YouTube channel. My question is, would y'all ever hire more coaches or other employees? Oh, geez, of course. <laughs> yeah, That totally. is the ultimate vision of the Live Lean TV empire is, uh, yeah. you know, e eventually we're gonna get to the point where this is bigger than just us. It's already to that point where it's bigger than just us. It's bigger than just our story. It's about you guys. Like that's what this is all about is mm -hmm. it's about creating uh, a community, a following of people that are following our way of eating, our way of working out, our, you know, a way of just living and not focusing on all the wrong things and, and just uh, overanalyzing everything and living in the gym and living in the kitchen and that's all your life is about. It's about balance. Mm -hmm. So we honestly, um, you know, we're doing our 2017 planning and 2018 planning and just thinking of the big picture is, yeah, eventually, hopefully on this channel, you're going to see more hosts than just us. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it is. Like eventually I would like to even back away from being in front of the camera and just manage this overall beast from a grand scheme of things like work on the business as opposed to working in the business and just oversee everything and really grow and reach more people and change more people's lives. So. Um, it is. I mean, honestly, it has to be a good fit. We're going to be very, very picky, picky mm -hmm. on who we choose. Um, it's not to say that they have to follow everything that we do. Um, when I say that is like they don't have to eat exactly the same way that we do, but they have to be living the lifestyle the way that we do, if, right. that, if that makes right. sense. And uh, like uh, agreeing with the philosophies that we stand behind and all yeah. that stuff. And yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of times people get confused with what Living Lean is because they're always asking us, oh, can, I never see you guys eating this or doing that. Is it okay? Like, is this okay? Is that okay? And we're like, you all need to do you and figure out a balance that can keep you lean 365 days a year. So you watch what we do and what works for our particular unique bodies and lives and schedules yeah. and everything like that. But it's not for everyone. Some of you work night shifts. Some of you are firefighters. Like you all have your own life to live. So figuring out um, strategies and tools and tactics and ways of eating and ways of working out that work for you are really what living lean is all about. Living lean is not like a box of rules, you know, that you can can't do anything else. Yeah. Um, it's like we want to hire um, more coaches and stuff that could have different perspectives and live in different parts of the world and show you guys that there are other yeah. ways that than just we do. I mean, yeah. we're a married couple. We live in the same house. We live in one state. We're one part of the world. But there's people all over the world who are living lean, maintaining their fitness 365 days a year, spreading that message of positivity, focusing on um, the joys of healthy eating and fitness. 
So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we want to expand our team and, and reach more parts of the globe. And, and sure, you know, you could be doing all that, but you aren't fit to be in front of the camera is the other thing. That's, like, yeah, that's so, another part because so camera personality is, it, is it, not, not, not natural for a lot of yes. people. It takes work. It took us work. You guys have seen our back in the day embarrassing videos. Yeah. So, uh, so as you know, the founder and CEO of Live TV, like it's my role to put people in the right positions where they're going to succeed. What right? their skills are. What, yeah. where they're, like where utilizing they're, their best yeah. skills. Yeah. So, I mean, the hosting side of it is just one side of it, but we're also expanding in other areas. Like we have, um, Caro is, you know, she's like, running our customer service, our design, like mm -hmm. she's just killing it for us. We'd love to bring on more job, people helping yeah. us with website design. Backend stuff, like with, people you wouldn't even see their face, but they would be helping. With with website design, with coding, um, with, with like with, there's just so many areas in this business that we need help with. Mm -hmm. um, that, but to also have more people in front of the camera and like motivating, inspiring, the world I mean would be great too so yeah there's I mean we have big dreams you guys and like the fact that we're even where we are with this channel right now is already like a big dream big dream come true because I mean I'm sure that everybody says this but I'm just a girl from California and this is just a guy from Halifax and we're, we're just normal people but we we have big dreams and we yeah. want to help the world and we want to do you know service for you guys so um, and we our have dreams are big we but. have so much farther to go. Well, and, a lot farther. There's so much potential. And so yeah. much, we have so many things that we have to do to get our stuff in order. And, and we know we can't do it so alone. So we throw it out to you guys. If you guys are out there, you're looking to, you know, you're looking for an opportunity with us. You have a skill set that's very specialized that can help us what we need. Like we, we do get people calling or not calling us, but who calls these Call. days, but emails <laughs> us and like, you know, I'd love to work with you, you know, and, but there's, they're just so generic. There's no like specific skill set like that they, they can provide do. that yeah. we need. Yeah. So if you guys like are web is like kick-ass web designers, or if you're coders or, you know, any specifically that you think that we need help with, you know, email us, let us know, like leave a comment down below and you know, you never know what it could turn into. So, yeah. or if you, if you're great on camera and you want to be a web host and you send us a video, send, yeah, we're open guys. Yeah, so totally. it's balls in your court. Yeah. Next question. But you absolutely need to have a passion for helping other people live healthy and lean. That's important. Okay, Ian from Snapchat says, Hey, Livling TV, I'm 15 year old male from New Zealand who has been overweight since a very young age and has now gone from 26 body, body fat percentage to 11% body fat and still cutting the Livling way. I was wondering what each of your body fat percentages is and what would you recommend in terms of dairy milk consumption with a goal of weight loss? Okay. Awesome job, man. 15 years old and you've gone from 26 to 11%. That, that is, is awesome. Round of applause from the Live Lean Gallery. Good job, my friend. I hope Ian. you will share your photos with us if you haven't yeah. already because we'd love to see yeah. that kind of transformation. Um, That's big. We really want to focus more on your guys' transformations. we got to pile them on our website, but we want more of them. So if you guys have before and after photos, you've done our programs, you've followed our videos, you've taken our advice, and you've changed your life, and you have like a before and after, send them to us, info at liveleantv.com. We'd love to feature you on our website, tell your story, and inspire more people. So first of all, Ian, that's your first next step right there. And your question was, what is our body fat? I'm like all year round between like eight and 9%. Yeah, and for me, I was just pregnant this last year, 
I, so I didn't measure my body fat while pregnant, but my normal is around 17%. I think right now I'm five months postpartum. I'm like 18, 19 yeah. last time I measured. So, you know, we usually go by looks instead of measurements. So that's kind of like 18, 19 for a female is where you can see some definition, but it's not like super ripped. But I know you're probably not interested in female body fat. I think for guys, anywhere under 10 is like considered ripped. No, well, he's asked. He said, what is each yeah. of your body fats? Yeah, so. okay. So and then that. what would you recommend in terms of dairy milk consumption with a goal of weight loss? I would say zero, bro. Yeah, have you been watching this show? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I got to wonder, like dairy milk, we've never been... Uh, we never talked on this show that you should be drinking dairy milk. We've always been like, there's better Unless you're talking about whey protein isolate, which is sort of derived from dairy milk. Yeah, but, but we don't so actually different. drink like dairy milk. We use almond milk and coconut milk yeah. as our milk alternatives. So, um, yeah, that's with a goal of weight loss. So, honestly, that's the really, way. Really, yeah. One thing I want to say about that is the goal of weight loss has less to do with like which certain foods you choose and more to do with like your overall calorie intake on a daily. So I, you know, I'm always getting questions from people like, is this certain food okay if my goal is weight loss? Is this certain food okay? What should I eat? What food should I eat and not eat? It's not necessarily about the specific of which foods you choose. Just make sure that whichever foods you do choose, you eat in the right portions for your energy needs. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So we're not saying that you can't lose weight while drinking dairy milk. You can, but you just need to figure out how much of it to go along with the rest of what you're eating. Okay. So, um, a Schultz 13 says, hi, Brad, how long did it take you to remove carbs such as oats, rice, etc., from your diet? Ah, how long? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of when I actually started because i loved oats <laughs> yeah like back in the back in the day like you never really liked rice but i never was a rice person bread, bread oh, oh yeah bread of course and when you say removed it so yeah. i gotta like clarify that like i removed it from like my daily diet mm -hmm. but it's not to say that i ha don't have oats like once in a while here or there or here or, there, or bread, bread here or there yeah. or like a whole rice. grain wrap here yeah. or there but it's not every single day yeah um yeah. So yeah, the word removed is not really like yeah. accurate. It's just so like thin. how long did it take me? It's a good question. I, I can't quantify it by saying, oh, it took me exactly three weeks. No. It was just a process. It was just uh, and it was kind of a decision. Like it was a mindset switch yeah. with with yeah. me. It was just like, okay, I'm not going to put it in my grocery cart anymore. Right. Stop buying it from the store, then you automatically stop eating it. It's so like, there was a point. And I'm not knocking you on this, but what? it was a point like before we got together when I was living on my own, like once again, I said, I'm not putting my grocery cart anymore. So it just never came with me or it never got into my house. Um, and then I would only have a cheat meal. When I had my cheat meal, I would have pizza and that would be when I get those kind of carbs in there. But, so you blaming me for having it in the house? Well, no, I'm just saying it's much easier when it's in the house if I don't want to cook anything else. I'm like, oh, and you're having oats. I'm like, yeah, just give me some, I'll have some oats. And, and like, guys, oats are not the world's like worst food or anything. Like, it's not, like, it's... <sighs> I feel like there's all these people walking around going, oh, Jess and Brad don't eat that and they don't eat this. And it's like, we're not as, like, strict or perfect as you think we are. And it, we're not eating, like... 100% it's like if your goal is day. fat loss like you want to get leaner you, there's better options out there 
than eating higher carb foods. That's what the, that's the kind of the punchline here, guys, is that there's better options. Does it mean you're not gonna lose weight and you still have oats in there? No, like you can still lose weight if you have oats in there. Yeah. But if you took those oats out and you put in like some, some vegetables or some fruit in there, I find that's a better source of carbs to lose weight than having in grains that then grains and oats and everything else that then make you feel hungry, it spikes your blood sugar more, making you eat more. That's the punchline. Although, um, you know, that time when, before we were living together, he was pretty like grain free and stuff. And then I moved in and uh, I started eating the way you ate, like trying to do higher fat, lower carb kind of diet. Cause I was always used to, before I met him, I was, you guys know, I was competing in fitness and stuff. I, I did, um, couple of years worth of competitions. I did, I think I had nine different shows within like three years in New York City. And uh, a really big part of my diet was oats and rice, rice cakes and brown rice. And these were like staples in my competition diet. So, and that was at the leanest point of my entire fitness career. I think I was like 12% body fat at that point, eating a lot of oats and a lot of rice. Yeah, your energy expenditure was way higher as yeah, well. Yeah, my energy expenditure was huge because I was a freaking exercise-aholic exactly. and I lost my menstrual cycle and a lot of things exactly. were not healthy about me, but I'm just trying to let you guys know that it's not the oats and rice that make you not be lean. It's the overall energy expenditure and the overall energy consumption. So the point is when I moved in with him, I eliminated all the grains and everything and started eating a higher fat, higher protein percentage diet. And I think working out less, like just focusing on weight training and less cardio activity and stuff. Anyway, I gained weight in a, in a way that I didn't really like. I didn't feel comfortable on can, myself. Can I say one of the reasons why? Why what? Okay. Because you were eating as much as I was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was hard for me to portion control because we're living together, we're making all our meals together. It would just be kind of like both plates are equal. But when you have higher fat percentage foods on there and less carbs, you're gonna have overall more calories. So anyway, I'm just trying to explain a story. I gained up to 140, which was the heaviest my body had ever been. I didn't really like what I was seeing in the mirror. So that I then I started kind of rechanging my diet back to the way that worked for me. So we always kind of know from now on forward that I need a little bit less food than he needs and a little bit less calorie dense foods that he needs. He eats a lot of high fat foods and I eat less high fat foods and more high fiber foods like things so like oats I, and rice. So here's the so here's like the thing you guys gotta remember is I perform better on higher fat diet. Mm -hmm. She performs better on a higher carb diet. Mm -hmm. So that's that's it. Like, but the common thread here is we both eat a lot of vegetables and protein. No, but my so, point is you do you if it's working for you. Yes. So that works for her. So she sticks with that. This works for me. So I stick with that. So you guys have to figure out, test with yourself what works for you and then just roll with it. Make it a lifestyle and go. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. And, okay, all right. That's <laughs> enough on that topic. Yes. Okay, next question from uh, Bonmax says, Hey, Brad and Jess, firstly, I want to say thank you for all you do. You are certainly an inspiration to me in helping me on my journey to live lean. My question is, what are your thoughts on Epsom salt magnesium baths? 
Love it. I've always been a fan. Like ever since I started weight training, I guess I read that it's good for muscle soreness. Cause you know, when you first start weight training and you're so sore, you start searching the internet for what's yeah. for sore muscles. Um, Epsom salts has always been kind of one of my go-to things for, um, when I'm really sore, whether it is from weight training or just from life, it just, it's a good muscle recovery and it's a soothing bath. And you just had Epsom salt bath yesterday, right? Yeah. So, yeah. um, I, if you guys have been watching on Instagram, I've been, out for five straight days on my back, Sick. bedridden, uh, lost 10 pounds because I wasn't even getting out of bed. I wasn't eating at all. No appetite. I just, just got nailed with the sick, the flu, some weird combination of it. It was crazy. I haven't been laid out like that in a long time. Yeah. And all I could do was to get out of bed was to go from the bed into the tub and Epsom salts would go in there with me and I just yeah. lay there with my head back, my eyes Oof. closed. Yeah and uh, made me feel like a little bit better. But bottom line is yes, Epsom salts were fans. Yeah, but Epsom salts not like a huge difference. You don't no, get out not. of the bath feeling magical or anything. Yeah. It's just, it helps a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's but just like I'm one of those minuscule yeah. things. But it's, it's nice to have, but it's not essential. Okay, so Tori Story says, I am getting ready to have my wisdom teeth taking out. Emoji like this. And then what type of soft foods will help me keep living lean. Also, since I'm supposed to limit physical activity during this time, what exercises can I do to stay on track? Okay, so here's um, just kind of getting back to the last answer of when I was saying I was sick. If you were in an extreme situation where you're sick, you're recovering from surgery or whatever, you got to focus on getting better well, from like, that sickness yeah. or that surgery as opposed to quote unquote, living lean. Yeah. So the foods you're saying, what type of soft foods will help keep me living lean? Like whatever you can consume and keep down and that's going to energize mean, you. Applesauce over ice cream. You yeah, know, try obviously. to be a little bit healthier. You could make our frozen banana ice cream, something like that. But you know, like be, do green smoothies and you can do stuff like that. But like he said, the number one goal is not your body fat percentage. No. The number one goal is you getting back on track. Yeah. So I would just do smoothies. Like that's, yeah. that's, or soups, smoothies and yeah, soups. soups. We have some great soup recipes. I was, I've been making him the, um, kale and sausage soup from, I think it's called, uh, fill, fill up and lean out with this kale soup on our blog. It's, so good. Yeah. I made that soup twice this week. But may not be able to eat that because of the... Well, yeah. Since you can't chew anything, I would say make pureed soup, something like our butternut squash soup from Team Lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great That one. one's good, huh? We got to make that. that. We got to make yeah, that one. I know. Again. That's good. <laughs> we have a lot of good soup recipes. And then, yeah, just smoothies are going to be your best friend. You can put some protein powder in them if you want to keep your protein yeah. up. But honestly... Don't you worry about it. Like he didn't worry about it. It's been six days of this guy laying in bed, hardly eating. Without, and he's still living lean. Look, he's fine now. Oh, I lost my ten pounds of gains. Yeah, you lost. I know, but you're not fat or anything. Oh, I'm not definitely I mean? not. That's the yeah. no, I'm not fat. But I, you guys gotta understand how hard it was for me to gain the size that I, I had. He's pretty devastated. No, I'm not actually. <laughs> I'm not devastated because I, I know I'm gonna get back to it. Right. But, it's but just, you know it's going to be a long, hard it's road hard it to back. look. And it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for me to look into the mirror and be like, ah. Yeah. And you know what? With a wisdom teeth removal surgery, it's a kind of an elective thing. But I, I don't know. I had my wisdom teeth out. I don't know that I had to. I think it's kind of a choice you can make, but it affects a lot of things. I would say do what you need to do. It's only going to be a week at the most. You're going to survive it. You're going to be fine after it. You might be set back a little bit in terms of your health and fitness, but as long as you're not eating like 10,000 calories a day of like milkshakes, 
you're not going to get fat. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for the show. That is everything. Uh, you guys are rocking these questions. We got more questions coming up for future episodes. Uh, question of the day, what do you got for us? I think we already asked yeah, I think we too did. many questions. So yeah. let's, let's go back to the original question that I said was, um, tell us your career down below and tell us two exercises that you could do from a functional standpoint that'll make you better at your career or strengthening up your career. So if you sit at a desk all day, like ways that you can improve your posture. Put it down below. We want to read and we can help you guys out with some of the questions as well. If you have any, like, I work this, what could I do? Um, My question was, do you want me to do Insta story or Snapchat? Oh, that, that too. <laughs> I need to know, people, because yeah. I can't do both. Yes, you can do both. I've been doing both forever. I can't do it. <laughs> Jeez. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the next one. Boy. Thank you for watching. Hey. Live Lean. Shout out to all our Live Lean podcast listeners. We love you and would so appreciate it if you would give this podcast a review. We need your feedback to improve and grow. So please give us a review right now.